Son, if you're listening to this podcast, I'm dead. Sorry for dying. But all the information you'll need for life is right here on this show. My friends Sean and Scott are here. We're going to talk about everything from girls, history, money, power tools. We'll even talk about how to check your testicles for lumps. You'll be fine. It'll be just like having a dad. Just pretend that I went out for smokes. Hello, everybody. I'm Mike Racine, and welcome to the first episode of the Out for Smokes pod, a show that, well, here's the thing. We had this idea for a show, and my and I said, you know, look, people who are, I'm a new, I'm a new father, and uh, people who are parents, they do stuff for their kids, they prepare for their kids in the event that, they're, that they pass away, they have uh, life insurance and stuff like that, but nobody ever... What we're, what I'm doing here is I'm trying to nobody ever leaves their kid with any wisdom. <laughs> no one ever leaves their kid a podcast. No one ever leaves. Their... <laughs> I just realized how sad this is. This for is him. probably <laughs> the first. Yeah, this is probably the first. So so Ben, if you're listening to this, Daddy's dead. Uh, he passed away, and uh, so I've I brought two of my friends though to uh, compile basically all of our all of our wisdom. The stuff we talk about on the show is going to be it's going to be. Uh, you know, life lessons, it's going to be history stuff, it's going to be pop culture stuff, you know, just like, just so that you have somewhat of a, a, a dad in your life. So I want to introduce my two co-hosts. Um, first, we have uh, from the uh, from the Grub Stakers podcast um, and from, uh, well, I don't know, can we say you're from you're from Twitter? Yeah, you can say that, yeah. He's been uh, banned multiple times from Twitter, but... Uh, Edward Snowden. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Just a uh, just a bright guy, an insightful guy, a funny guy, a uh, good friend of mine, Mr. Sean McCarthy. Hello, good to be back, feeding the content beast. <laughs> exactly. P- putting shit out every week. Yeah, and it never... But this will be... P- people, this will be... This will be the one, Sean. Yeah. This is the this difference. Is, this is the one that's going to hit. This is the one that's going to hit for us. Right, but that's like, you know, could you just imagine Ben's reaction when he sees his friends, like parents die and leave them like a million dollar mansion. He's like, mm-hmm. oh, what did my dad get me? Uh, <laughs> advice on life from three failed comedians. <laughs> uh, speak for yourself there. <laughs> um, but, uh, <laughs> and then... And then uh, to my to my left, we have one of my best friends for uh, over probably over a decade. Uh, uh, you've seen him on um, uh, Comedy <laughs> Comedy Central's <laughs> Roast Battle. <laughs> you've seen him. You almost saw him on Amazon Prime. <laughs> <laughs> almost. Um, yeah, good friend of mine, very funny guy, Mr. Scott Chaplin hey, is up, joining man? us. I'm excited so, for this. Me too. So welcome to the welcome to the pilot episode of our podcast, everybody, where we. Where we talk about all the things we're gonna put all the things on because you know we've we've uh, we've lost a couple friends you know in the past couple years mm. and uh, but the one thing that's kind of nice about it is is that as uh, like at least the people that I know that have passed away um, they have content that's out there yeah you know and it's like you can go you can go on YouTube or you can go on Apple Podcasts <laughs> watch their content and watch their content <laughs> which so, you couldn't do with your grandparents you know I don't have YouTube clips of my father to watch right right. I did a joke about that once, guy, and I. But it was like, yeah, your grandfather. It's like, your grandfather dies, 
and it's like Gandolfini dies. It's a bummer when Gandolfini dies, but it's not like you have six seasons of your grandfather to like, go back <laughs> and revisit, you know, whenever you want. So um, yeah, we've lost some friends. So our first piece of advice for Ben is just bring a fentanyl test kit anytime you're gonna yeah, go do yeah, coke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very easy. Actually, that could be the first. That could be the first episode. Yeah, fentanyl, fentanyl test kits. Fentanyl test kits. Fentanyl test kits. That's the real deal. I've heard that everybody dying from fentanyl is an amateur because the people that know what's up, they have the kids. Yeah. Well, it's like uh, the basic advice I heard about this is like if you snort coke with fentanyl in it, like you're going to die immediately. But the effects will be within like 10, less than 10 minutes, like five minutes. Oh, really? So what you can do is you just like it's like it's like the penguins who push the other one into the water. You just let them do the first line and then you wait a couple minutes. And if they don't die, then everybody else. Yes. Yeah. So you have to have somebody. And that's why I want to introduce our guest. We have a guest here today. (laughs) (laughs) We have uh, (laughs) Joey Dardano, (laughs) who's going to do some some cocaine um, before the show. So, so yeah, that's kind of the idea, uh, you know, behind the show is that we're going to we're going to talk about all the stuff that we uh, that we think is important for the for the next generation, I guess. And uh, and let me ask let me let me ask you guys. I mean, like, what is your. What is your relationship with your fathers? I mean, Scott, your your dad has passed away, but but what are what are the? I guess my question is, what's some stuff that you wish your dad? What's some stuff your dad taught you? What's your, what's some stuff you, that you that you wish he kind of left you with? Oh, I, I think kids typically like rebellious kids. At least you learn in spite of your parent, you know. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And it's so uh, whatever they did, you try to do the opposite. Sometimes, so mm. I was like that for a long time. My dad drank really hard, mm. so I didn't drink until two years ago, till mm. the pandemic started. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I decided to get a little rowdy, you know. Yeah. But <laughs> but yeah, it's it's mostly what not to do. I learned from him, and and growing older, it's it there, there's no anger about it though. Mm. You know, it's just okay. I don't want to do that, and that's good to know. And I understand why he did certain things, mm-hmm. and it helps me get through things. You know, yeah. seeing the mistakes he made. Sure. Positive things. I don't know. I mean, he worked his ass off for his family. You know. Yeah. I mean, we had a house. Mm-hmm. You know, nice house. So nice. you can't complain about that. Yeah. And that is something. You know, and I I, I think to him that was the only thing. Uh-huh. Which is kind of unfortunate, you know. Yeah. Like if there was any issues, it was always like, "Well, there's a house, yeah. but you do have to do more than just a house, right? Uh, for sure." Yeah, unfortunately, the technology didn't exist yet for him to leave you a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. Um, I think that is very much kind of like a boomer thing, where it's like to to a lot of boomer dads, that is kind of like the only thing that they. That's like the only priority where it's like, let me work as much as I can and accumulate as much money as I can yeah, and not really leave my kid with anything sort of like substantial, you know? Yeah, well, their fathers like, before them, for the most part, worked their asses off and also had nothing mm-hmm. like they worked hard, but there wasn't giant houses to go with it. You know? Yeah. I feel like that's more the boomers got to enjoy, you know? Mm-hmm. the fruits of everything yeah well and I, I think we'll do a future episode on this later but what i kind of like about the the topic for this podcast you know lessons for mike's son is that like it's so broad that we can talk about this shit about like why the job market was different for our parents which i think most every american notices but it's like yeah my dad he was like illiterate or not illiterate he didn't go to college 
So he like grew up on a farm in rural Ireland, and then his parents died, and when he was sixteen, he moved to the U.S. ended up in California. Wait, does he have? He has an accent. And yeah, shit? he has a, like a oh. thick Irish Unreal. limerick accent. Yeah, but so he was like, you know, no college, just a high, U.S. high school degree. He gets a job like loading and preparing the airlines for ta- uh, takeoff. Mm. But because that was Teamsters Union, you know, Jimmy Hoffa and all that, he made more money than I fucking do now. Like, I actually yeah. counted it out. Like, at his peak, adjusted for inflation in the 80s, he was making, like, 130000 a year yeah. because he was a Teamster. Yeah. And that job now is fucking minimum wage. I know. That is so sweet. Yeah. And my grandparents are, like, they're so stupid, and they just, they worked for GM their whole life. Wait, your parents or My grandparents? They worked, at, they worked for GM. And they're, like, not that bright. And, uh, yeah, they were able to, like, do pretty, do okay, at least, mm. you know, get a house and everything. So, so yeah, I don't know. But I think, I think there is, you do have to kind of, like, you do sort of have to, in, in life, like, kind of demand what you think that you're worth, you know? That's the thing that I think people forget sometimes. Mm. Sometimes you go, like, oh, no, I'll just take whatever. And then what if they say, go fuck yourself, Mike, you're not worth it? Um, I think you can at least ask. <laughs> I feel like there's nothing. Wall. No, I th- I feel like one of the one of the because I have trouble. I want to ask for a raise right now. Yeah. I mean, I just do a courier service and yeah, it's yeah. bullshit. But I do want to ask for a raise. How do I go about doing this? You just say uh, I feel that uh, the value I'm bringing. I'm I'm yeah. experienced. I've worker. been here long I've enough. Been maybe here long enough. I feel like the value. I know how to do this job. I feel like the value I'm bringing to this company is. Oh, uh, but none of that's true. That's the issue. It's like mm-hmm. a simple job. That's the problem with most jobs is you can't even you got to go in with you an can't erection. even say like hey I do really good at this and it's like yeah but everybody does it's dumb like most jobs are kind of useless and mindless and so to say I bring something to the table it's like no you bring nothing to the table because it's a bullshit job yeah but Sean's dad was getting paid you know that's money true. to load uh, airplanes with fucking airplanes yeah so, yeah yeah well, see that's the thing you have a poverty mentality. That's true. I have a I have an entrepreneur's mentality. You're right. That's right. You yeah. are right. That's why you decided to do the podcast, and <laughs> exactly. I just said, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really, you should be like an employee. Yeah, yeah. You know, anyway. employee. <laughs> an hourly wage. Your you apartment. Should, you should just get an hourly wage to do this show. Yeah. But yeah, so we'll talk about that. We'll talk about you know asking for uh, asking for what you want. We'll talk about we'll talk about uh, you know when people when people wrong you how to how to <laughs> what to do when somebody what to do <laughs> what to do when someone uh, fucks what do you, you usually over. do you think? Well, I had a uh, I had a little I had a little uh, disagreement this week last week with somebody that I did a moving job for, and I don't want to say too much because we did kind of like hash it out. But there was a dispute over, uh, you know, we we broke something, and there was a there was a dispute over what the reconciliation would be, and me and this guy kind of got into it. And is there I, a particular Middle Eastern country this guy identifies with? Um, no, <laughs> I can't. I I can't disclose that. What All did right. you break? We broke a table, and there was a, there was a dispute over like how much I should I should pay this guy and and whatever. And, and that comes out of your pocket, right? That's of part course. of it. That, yeah, that's why yeah. I can never do it. That's why yeah. when I've gone with you, I've always been like I can't do this again mm-hmm. because I'm gonna break something. I'm not fucking strong enough. Yeah. Uh, and then I gotta pay for it out of my pocket. That's insane. Yeah, but the money. And then is... I gotta tell a guy. So you have to tell this guy your table's not worth what you're telling me. I. Yeah, I had to. There was a dis- there was just a dispute over how much he was owed. Um, 
and we worked it out and everything, and it's fine. And I, I promised him I wouldn't say anything negative about him on a, on a podcast. But I don't have anything negative to say about him because, you know, we worked it out. Um, but there was a point where I did send an email, and I was like, because he blocked me on a bunch of other stuff. So you guys are friends. We worked, we hashed it out, yeah. Well, we're, no, we're not, I, w- I wouldn't say we're friends, but we're like, we were like sort of We friendly. know him? You might, but probably that, not. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. But there was a certain point in where I had to, I had to write an email and I said, I go like, listen, the, I, the way you're talking to me, the way you talk to me, I'd rather be like dead or, or go to jail. That's, that, that's how like angry <laughs> I got. What a, what a, <laughs> <laughs> you're explaining it so calmly right now. But that, yeah, but you that's basically what I told said, him you'll that, go to jail that, if he keeps talking to yeah, you like this. I was like, I would rather raise my kid from behind the jail cell than <laughs> yeah. be spoken to this way. And then uh, people are like, "Why Mike's audio gets so much worse on the podcast? <laughs> he keeps cutting out after ten minutes." <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, sorry, Mike's not on the pod this week. We didn't put enough money in his commissary for him to afford the phone. Mike was shanked. <laughs> Mike was purchased for eighty cigarettes, <laughs> and he can't do the podcast anymore. <laughs> Um, no, but I, I don't know, but I was kind of like proud of the way I dealt with this situation where I was like, listen, I, you know, I, I, you I sent an email. You're proud. I you sent, sent an email. I sent an email. Yeah. I think you should send emails. I think that's important. Sending emails is good. Yeah. Dude, I don't send emails. Sean, do you send emails like often, like when there's an actual issue or do you just yeah. kind of, I mean, I never did like, I got like an office job like five years ago, but you kind of learn like the difference between like, you know, a direct face to face job where you like interact with people in the office jobs where it's all just email. So you learn this whole like passive aggressive language of email where like people are like fucking angry and pissed, but they translate it into email speak like, you know, as per as per my last message or something like that. That's when, you know, somebody wants to fucking cave your head in. Uh Yeah. See above. Yes. Uh I didn't have an I I had an AOL email until (laughs) Racine and Annie Letterman made me get a Gmail. My wife has fucking AOL. Really? Yeah. You pay for that monthly now, I think. No, no. I don't know. I mean, she has an AOL email address. Uh, Not like the actual web service. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, Scott will like learn about random things that you've done for years, and he'll just start doing them. Like he'll be like, yeah, "That's great." You guys know about fax machines? Let's <laughs> <laughs> be so like uh, <laughs> into it. Um, yeah, I'm drinking wine now. <laughs> yeah, you started drinking wine. I did. We yeah. all have glasses of wine here, actually, right now. We do. Yeah. Well, Mike yeah. had whiskey, and then I asked for some, and he said I drank it all. Yeah. I was going to yeah. say, like, the theme of the podcast would be, like, you know, Mike's the dad, and then Scott and I are, like, the uncles for mm-hmm. his baby. Right. And then, like, Scott is, like, the sober, responsible one, and I'm the one who's, like, pushing 40, still DMing college girls. <laughs> because there's like, there's, like, the uncle who is, like, a role model, and then the uncle who's, like, a warning and a life lesson. Yes. Yeah. Right. But unfortunately, Scott started drinking, which well, I yeah, didn't know I, about. You no, know, yeah, but, you know, I don't get violent or yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure I, you're I still... naps, yeah. Yeah. You're not DMing college girls, no, though, are you? No. I mean, I, I got caught it, doing that, but yes. Boom <laughs> <laughs> hey, among us, huh? Dude, I have this weird thing. I don't know what the fuck it is, but I like if, if a girl is four years younger than me, I think it's like a crime. Yeah. It's insane. It's so stupid. Yeah, okay. Mother Teresa. <laughs> <laughs> um. Dude, every time I say that to someone, they're like, you're trying to hide some pedophilia shit. Yeah. It's just something where I'm like very... I don't know if it's going to continue that way as I get older, yeah. but I certainly don't fear being with older women. Like, that's not yeah. a thing that worries me. Yeah. Does that worry you guys? Because 
it, our whole lives, we were, I mean, especially our fathers, again, our father's generations, where it was like 18-year-olds were like the hottest thing. And right. then the older they you got. They wrote songs about the it. The older Sweet you got. Sweet 16, yeah. yeah. The yeah. older you got, the grosser you were. Oh, is yeah. that where Sweet 16 comes from? Yeah, there's a Chuck Berry song about like, oh, every guy at the dance Jesus. wants to dance with this 16-year-old. Yeah. She's so hot. But mm-hmm. she'll be in class the next day or then something. Then there's like Sam Cooke. She was only 16, right? And then 16 Candles, which is a song oh, by yeah. some people. God And then she damn. was just 17, if you know what I mean. That's the Beatles. The Beatles yeah. It's sort of funny that, like, you know, everybody's so obsessed with, like, satanic music now. And it's like, well, they were yeah. all just, like, raping children in popular music <laughs> in the 60s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Jimmy Page, like, uh, like, I mean, you know, to today's standards, he, he abducted a girl and, like, held her captive for a few months. Mm-hmm. She was like twelve or something. He took her on tour. <laughs> he needed her to do backup vocals. <laughs> yeah, that's why I think if you're gonna if you're gonna DM women, you have to ma- make sure they're like o- older than thirty five, right? Because they're not getting a lot of DM. Thirties dudes get pretty attractive in their thirties as long yeah. as they maintain they their do, weight. Yeah. You know, yeah. As long yeah, as yeah. you maintain your weight, a little gray start looking good. Yeah. Uh, especially my problem is like I look like a boy, you know, uh-huh. or I did look like a boy. So I'm excited for the 30s. Yeah, to me, I feel like the hottest age for a guy is like 42. Yeah, you know? 42's That's like hot. Women yeah. want to fuck for, between 42 and 45 year old guys. That's yeah, I mean, I think like I like being in my 30s just because I was like, you know, like I'm still horny, but I'm like a controllable horny. Mm-hmm. It was like I just like the 20s were awful because I was just horny all the fucking time. And you'll just like put up with any bullshit and make such a fool of yourself mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. And now it's like I get picture Sean on, on an album cover. It says like moderately horny. <laughs> and it's just like him in a, in a straw hat with like a little like, piece of grass in his mouth, like a folk, like a folk album. <laughs> Sean McCarthy, moderately horny. Yeah, but yeah, it's like you—I don't know—you you become more like soft and lazy, but at some level, that's kind of good. No, you, you get more comfortable. You get more. And comfortable. so, what, what's interesting is, I think we would do better if we were who we are now in the positions we were in in our early twenties at bars, mm. in social situations. I'm like way more grounded. Sure. Yeah. Um, I can hear myself talk. I never used to be able to hear myself talk. Because I would just talk so fast. So things have definitely changed as I've gotten older. You don't feel that way? You don't feel like you're like you you're getting it together? Um Yeah, yeah, I think I do. Right? Or yeah. you're fucked. I have days where I think I'm fucked and I want to kill myself. I don't want to kill uh-huh. myself, but I go like there's an urge yeah. to leap. Yeah. You know, like I have yeah. a leaping urge. Yeah. But it's not into anything. I'm not gonna do it. There are times when I feel like I want to kill myself just to like spite certain people. Yeah. You know? I have that like running monologue with like you should kill yourself, but not like yeah. a serious. Yeah. yeah, like unless you have a plan, that's just background noise in my fucking head. Yeah. Uh, well, and also it's it's the satisfaction you would get from affecting people's lives, your enemies from killing yourself. Right. You don't yeah, get right. to see it, you know. Or maybe you do. Yeah, maybe, maybe if you kill yourself, you go to, you go directly to heaven. You go directly to heaven and, and heaven. just like rub your hands together, <laughs> like ah, <laughs> that's, that's your heaven that's getting to right, see bitch. getting to see your enemies. Yeah, 
at getting this. Cry for me. The people who ignored you be like, I'm so. Yeah, be like, how can I post a picture of him and get some sympathy out of this? But only if you're good. If you're good, God will let you watch your enemies cry at your funeral. (laughs) Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. Just the women who wouldn't give you a hand job in seventh grade. (laughs) I'm going to kill myself. (laughs) She's like, oh, no. (laughs) My life is destroyed because of this. (laughs) A woman who just gives anyone hand jobs (laughs) because she doesn't want another suicide on her. On her conscience. <laughs> yeah. So, what else are we gonna? What else are we gonna talk about? Well, you got uh, fatherhood. I mean, Mike, mm-hmm. what's the early? Can, p- yeah. Can you think of anything that your that your dad's taught you that you you were like, oh, that's a, that was a good lesson, or anything you wish that he change a tire, shit like that. Things like that are so important too. By the way, there's so many people who don't know how to just do simple tasks. I don't know how to change a tire. Right. Yeah, that's true. And like. All that shit my dad actually does know how to do, but yeah. I'm just like a shitty son and I never picked yeah. up on it. So my dad like does all this handyman shit around the house yeah. with my mom and I just like I don't fucking know. See the thing about teaching someone something is it takes time and usually when you want to fix something, you just want to fucking fix it, you yeah. know? That's what I've realized. You don't yeah. really want to go, "Okay, and this is how this does that and right. this, is how this does that." Just let me get it done, you know. Mhm. I think that's a big thing. I remember yeah. I had my friends over, and I was like, Dad, how does this work? I got to figure this out. And he goes, the first thing you got to do is shut the fuck up. <laughs> and my friend thought that was like the funniest thing in the world. Yeah. That's the other thing. It wasn't like harsh. I wasn't affected by that. I thought it was funny, too. You know, uh-huh. like there was a level of like, oh, this is us having fun. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, it yeah. wasn't. Well, it's like you're terrible. when you're a when you're a fucking retard kid, you don't understand like what it's like to work 40 hours a week like i don't have a kid but i work 40 hours and i'm just like yeah i don't got time to give you some fucking lessons (laughs) even now like yeah i've got podcast content to record son okay i can't teach you how to fucking change a tire or or do the roofing or whatever clean the great the the storm drains what are they called storm drains the storm a lot of guys die from 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 changing those yeah a lot of dads die that's the thing a lot of dads die from my dad's fucking 70 and i'm trying to tell him like don't get up on the roof but he's like stubborn i'm not some fucking queer (laughs) (laughs) well dude people just fall you know like yeah yeah. like every documentary you watch of a guy that wasn't killed yeah and is dead it's just like oh he got old and fell Mm -hmm. yeah well and i'll tell you a story about my dad like obviously i love my daddy like they him and my mom provided me and my brother with a great life of zero complaints and a a memory that's like burned in my head is because he would do the uh the getting the plane ready job they would have him work christmas day he'd have to work christmas day but also like they would have him on overnight sometimes you know and i just i have this memory of him getting back from work at like 5 a.m or 7 a.m. I was just up really early for some reason, and he was just there silently in the kitchen. It's dark, just drinking a beer in, like, total silence at, like, 5 in the morning or something. Nice. And I could just see the pain on him right there, that he just worked. Because he was, like, old. This was, like, one of his last years working. I remember it. Yeah. And you just, like... I thought you get seniority if, if you work there for a while. Well, because what, what happened is the airline industry got fucked by 9-11 yeah. because they all did bankruptcies, which were just an excuse to, like, destroy the pensions and the health benefits. and the seniority shit that my dad's union got him so like he basically like had a great union job in the 80s and then they kind of whittled it down to the point where like his last few years he was just kind of working a shitty job 
and then he was like finally retire able to retire but the last few years were the worst and that's just like the cumulative effect of like 30 plus years of just like back breaking labor mm-hmm. to provide for me and my brother mm-hmm. you know so i do love and respect that but i i can kind of see how the challenge of like working any fucking job and instilling life lessons having the time to be there for your kids it's difficult yeah well then what happens is with reti- so my father retired when i was in sixth or seventh grade and he was 40 something when he got to retire you know, a cop like this you know they they got it like that and it was really hard on him uh which you know, I guess when you love your job, it does become difficult. Or when you just have free time and nothing to do, and you are collecting a pension. We should have some old dudes on here. Let people know. What do you do? I mean, there's not going to be retirement for us, right? We don't get that option. I don't think so, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to have that option. Unless something happens quick, you know? Yeah. There's no way. Well, uh, hopefully, if, if everything goes right, our job will be pot. We'll be doing this podcast for 42 years. <laughs> 42 fucking years. <laughs> Just hanging out. <laughs> I'm sure we'll all be friends, you know? <laughs> we'll all be getting along. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it won't really feel like work. Yeah. We'll have our little Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> our retirement, we're going to have an episode about how to, like, get hit by a car and, like, fake a neck injury. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was a... Uh, well, there was a family. That's what's difficult because, okay, so there's a family in my town, right, who had a, a kid who was mentally challenged, and they were poor. And mm-hmm. then he would always, like, get hurt mm-hmm. by, like, other people's things, and they were like, no, he meant to do that because they're poor. So it's like he meant to get hit by the car because they're trying to get money, but it's like also he's mentally challenged. He might just be getting hit by cars. Mm-hmm. But there was a guy in my town who got hit by He's a got cars. magnets in his brain. He <laughs> just draws cars <laughs> to him. So it made him retarded. <laughs> cars just start dragging at a stop sign across the street. <laughs> it's like, yeah, his dad's like a... I'm trying to think of an analogy, but... Uh, <laughs> his dad's like uh, Tommy Pickles' dad. Inventing new ways to get his retarded son hit by cars. Dude, I watched uh, I watched Rugrats recently. You did? Yeah, I watched does a little hold bit up? of it. Uh, yeah, it does. The drawings yeah. are very poorly done, but yeah. I think that's. Part Just imagine of being it. like super racist. <laughs> it's cute, you know. It's cute. It's simple. There's a Middle Eastern family that moves in next door, and <laughs> Tommy's got to do recon on them. <laughs> but his dad, yeah, his dad. I, mean, I, I guess. Know is... about this, Tommy? He's like, Chucky, are you a patriot or not? <laughs> There's like that meme of Tommy Pickles' dad, Stew Pickles, right? Yeah. And it's just like, I hate my... What does he say? He says something very... Because he's making chocolate pudding yeah, for you Angelica, don't, right? Yeah, like three in the morning. Yeah. And he said, what is he, he basically says he wishes he was dead. It's something you didn't catch as a kid. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's fun. Uh, I think he was also high all the time. I think that was also a subtle thing they did. He was oh, like a really? bit of a stoner. Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong. Oh, interesting. I'm not letting Ben watch that garbage. Yeah. <laughs> what else will we be talking about on this goddamn thing? Well, we wanted to give a bit of an overview of fatherhood, relationships, when people wrong you. Maybe I could discuss politics, jobs. We already talked about jobs a bit. I mean, I think like like uh, like we said in the beginning, we'll have whole episodes dedicated to these topics. So yeah. Anger management yes. is a good one. Well, that's a great one. Controlling your emotions, you know? Right. Not, not let it. Yeah, we might need yeah. someone else to come not in and Not DMing talk to college yeah. girls. That's a, I'll, be, I'll be doing research on that one. No, I, um, but like my previous podcast, Grub Stakers, is pretty political. So, like, I do want to, or we do want to do like some of those episodes, but I like 
life lessons for a son is a very broad topic. Like there's a lot that you should learn in life. So mm-hmm. we can uh, we can talk about a lot of different broad areas and just kind of try to apply the experience we've gained over thirty something years. Mm-hmm. Broads areas too. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. We could talk about race. Oh yes. Yeah. You know? I feel like uh, I don't know. I mean, I, you're from Seattle, but I I do feel like when you grow up Italian in Jersey, you don't realize how racist everyone around you is. Yeah, and it takes a while to sort of unlearn all the things. Well, they that do you it in such a like uh, a it's different just so way. Yeah, yeah, it's not like how you see it on TV. It's very yeah. like, are we playing? Is this play? Yeah, it's so vibrant. You know, people yeah. don't talk about that kind of racism. So we'll get into it. It's, yeah, it's yeah. still bad, even if you're having a blast. Well, so Scott, <laughs> Scott, and I started doing comedy at the uh, the Stress Factory in New Jersey. Yeah. So like we started kind of at the Stress Factory open mic, and there was a lot of like I feel like there probably was a lot of just very casual, you know, like like casual racism from the open mic comics, and then every once in a while, like uh, you know. Like Rich Voss would drop in and be like, "Shaw, um, have you ever?" <laughs> Do we gotta have Voss on the podcast? We should have Voss yeah. on. The He's podcast. got kids. Yeah. I met his daughter. He's got a daughter who's like who's my yeah, age. I, I DM'd I, his daughter. <laughs> uh, by the way, yeah. <laughs> are you Sean McCarthy? <laughs> are you the one that keeps DMing my daughter? Dude, Voss is doing well. Bonnie's doing well. No, they're both doing well. I they got a nice place, well, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. I was at like a, a a Jersey Shore party with her. Oh yeah. There's no story though. She was like, you know, the only girl who was sober. Uh-huh. I was like, you know, okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, yeah, my dad used to suck dick for crack, and I just don't want to go down that road. <laughs> I forgot that. Oh, Who's your about dad? that? Yeah. Well, he didn't suck dick for crack though, right? He just I, I did crack. I think he just did crack. I, I don't know. But I I think there was a story about how he had to pick up some young comic from the airport for some gig. And they like they he picked up the comic and then they stopped in Harlem to get drugs and then the comic like ran out of the car and like ran away and that comic was David Spade, (laughs) 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 famous while they were like buying crack. Yeah, um, we'll have Voss on. Maybe we'll get Spade. Yeah. No, Spade doesn't have any kids. Fuck him. Yeah. No, we should get Voss on. We'll get Bobby Kelly on, hopefully. Yeah, Bobby's got a little boy. Yeah. Soda would be good. Yamanika yeah, would be a good special. good guest. <laughs> just talk about racial stuff. just yell at us. You know. Yeah. In terms of politics, I mean, I do not understand. I, I understand enough about politics, and 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 if I hear a story, you understand more than you think. You yeah, do. if I hear a story, I know which side is right. I yeah. think that's yeah, pretty. Yeah. yeah, right. I uh, that definitely happens for me. But now what we're learning is like there's two sides to every fucking story. Since when did that happen? You know that I think that starts happening as you get older. When you're young, you are only told one side for the most part. Yeah. No, I think and so. And then what, high school hits and you start really learning what's up, but probably younger now. Well, it's funny, like me, like I listened to like Immortal Technique in high school. So That's I what all, I like, did, yeah. Yeah, like fuck the B- government. Bush knocked down Bush the towers. It, Bush knocked yeah. down the towers. It was and you. Then, yeah. Tell the truth, you know, but <laughs> yeah, there's yeah, other yeah, words yeah. in it. Who does that song? <laughs> it's Immortal Technique. Immortal, te- oh, immortal yeah. Technique, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I learned all that in high school, and then I went to college, and I was like, mm, actually, it's a little more complicated than that. Uh-huh. You know, like the government, they try their best, and, you know, NATO's a defensive alliance. And, and you know, I just like, I mean, college is just like fucking brainwashing for rich people it's like they're just Mm -hmm. training the top 20 percent of leadership so i think um 
generally, if you have a college education, you're probably more misinformed than people without yeah, one, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah. Uh, or at least like. Do you have a college degree? I do. Yeah. Yeah, you do. I you do not. Yeah. No. I convinced Scott to drop out of college. <laughs> that rocks. Dude. Yeah. I was. I started doing comedy in high school, and so then Mike. I, when did we saw each other? We, we would do the Strass Factory and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Came to the city a few times, and yeah. then we did a show at my college. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and you were like, you gotta, you, you just gotta move to the city. So I was like, you're too funny. You gotta get yeah, out of here. So I yeah. just dropped out. Fuck. Yeah. I better, I better riff harder on this podcast. <laughs> I gotta save that decision. No, no, no. You're like the smart one. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, which thing? Which politics were we just talking about? Not even. Just generally, I mean, yeah. like you know, like if I if, need to understand, sure, yeah, because you guys need to explain stuff to me too. Sure. Like, uh, you know, I I see like a new thing is like people like some people are like cool kids. They do communism now. Yeah. yeah. Is that good? Is well, communism cool? You know, here's what Some I'll say. Some of it is, on, right? I'm Pieces of it are. I think I'm, yeah, yeah I'm well, on the You are on the it. fence. Well, go, let's go to Sean. No, no, that. no. Well, I mean, the only thing I'll say, and like what I would say to Ben, you know, once he's speaking, or if you ever want me to give him political advice, or if you keep <laughs> keep him away from me, because <laughs> I get like, political uh, advice. regardless, what I would say to him is like, essentially like, yeah, the government probably did do 9-11, uh, but like, just don't be annoying about it. Yeah. Just like, you know, 4th of July barbecues are fun right nobody likes the guy who's like yeah but what about the natives who couldn't celebrate today you know the, nobody right. likes the guy who reads a howard zinn book and then never shuts the fuck up about it yeah but it's good to like have an idea of the world you live in because yeah. if you don't like under- you were just dming those college girls because you were yes. warning them about not about who did 9-11 i was so worried <laughs> that they were being brainwashed yeah, yeah, yeah. by this top 20 percent brainwashing institution and just uh-huh. wanted to teach them some life lessons yeah but no i mean like like, generally, I think it's good. You know, people talk about, like, oh, I read history and it makes me so depressed and all that. I have the opposite. Like, I feel good when I understand how larger systems around me work. Mm-hmm. Because when you know there is, like, you know, let's say a conspiracy or whatever, you know, big money, the CIA, you know it's out there, but you don't really know how it works. It's just kind of this vague, bad feeling in the back of your head that you can't explain. And I think mm-hmm. understanding that rectifies that that feeling a bit mm-hmm. so much of this so much of the cia and stuff oh is the baby here go ben away here? go ben away is here We're ben is in the room thing. yeah hey baby you're not supposed to listen to this till mike dies in five years yeah, yeah. come on scram he's adorable all right, anyway. Who are we talking about again? <laughs> I do like that. So, like, Mike's the one who came up with this idea for the podcast, which I really like. And um, the, the idea is, like, as we said earlier, Mike dies. This is a lesson for his son. And I just like how, I guess, obsessed with your own death you are, Mike. Because you're just like, I just can't stop eating uh, pasta pancetta. Do you get chest yeah. pains? Also, pasta yeah, gives you I cancer, do. right? Does it? I think so. Pasta? I don't know, Whoa, man. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> Dude, what the fuck are you talking about? I, I know a few people who got cancer very young, and their their <laughs> wives their wives felt shame that they made them so much pasta because the sauce, the red sauce. The red sauce? Yeah. yeah. Oh, Is maybe it like aluminum, salt in it or something? Maybe some the shit? aluminum in the cans? It could just be they're wrong, you I know, but know. I'm saying it because I heard it. <laughs> they put they put high fructose corn syrup in the American Guinea shit. I do not think yeah. the, I don't think it's good for you. You get heartburn not. often, right? I do get heartburn yeah, a lot. Get I heartburn. get I get I get like six different kinds of chest pains. Oh um, man, there's a type of heartburn that is death. You think it's dying, yeah, and then yeah, I went yeah. to the hospital once, and it they're was gonna heartburn. have Mike's death certificate, and there's just gonna be a giant can of ragu on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You carry tums with you at all times? Uh, no, it, it's funny. Like if I can control 
control my diet a little bit. I don't. I it, it's it's not as bad. But if I eat out a lot, it, it, you know, it bothers me. And there's certain things that'll really kind of like set it off, where it's like, um, um, you know, like processed processed sugar, or like if I eat like, like it's weird. Like I'll get I'll get chest pains if I eat too many like sour straws. You know, like I'll eat a pack of sour straws, some kind of candy. And I'll be like, oh fuck, this is. I feel like there's like a a balloon the way i would describe it is like a balloon filled with poison in my chest cheese it's will do it um you know sometimes like red meat like if i eat a lot of red meat the next day if i eat a steak or something but, but at least i kind of know what that is i'm like oh this is like this is like my arteries are clogged yeah you know what i mean it's it's easier to like kind of put yeah your... i was never taught healthy eating habits for yeah sure. yeah that could be a whole episode huh sure what eat your eat properly <laughs> yeah. Dude, I, it was mcdonald's <laughs> often yeah Burger King often. Right. Eat your broccoli. Wendy's was like fancy. I remember Wendy's going like, ooh, Wendy's. Mm -hmm. You know? Um, White Castle often. I remember you one time being like, Taco Bell is the healthiest fast food. Yeah, I think I read that somewhere. There's like, you know, and speaking of episodes, I'd like to do an episode on like fast food or NAFTA or all that bullshit. But like uh, there's uh, like graphs I saw online that basically track obesity in the United States. And if you go back to 1990... Like that's when we were kids. It was there was no state that had more than five percent obesity, and now most states are above thirty percent obesity, and that's just like nineteen ninety. So what do you, you know, think that is? That's a combo, right? That's like uh, that's like five things happening at the same time, right? Like yeah, there's different like uh, factors people blame. My friend always talks about NAFTA, the North America Free Trade Agreement, just kind of like opened up. Like the people in Mexico got a lot fatter because agribusiness, American agribusiness with all that high fructose corn syrup would just flood the market where they used to like eat, you know, mostly like rice and beans before yeah, that. They only, they only invented churros in 1998. <laughs> <laughs> that's what, that was a CIA plot yeah. to make Mexicans fat. <laughs> Mexicans are actually, they all look like Mr. Olympus. Yeah. <laughs> before, before 1998 when they discovered churros. And it was just some, some guy with aviator sunglasses being like, hey, check this out. Hey, it's fried dough with cinnamon. I thought it was like a Cinderella thing. I thought like at a, at a certain age they just turned into pumpkins. <laughs> yeah, like fucking CIA pilot right. like flying the single engine plane and dropping churros in the Miami Harbor. You get to be super jacked until, you, until midnight. Until midnight on your 40th birthday, he turned into a pumpkin. <laughs> Just like, they give him a... Oh, no. All right. <laughs> Too funny for TV. Right, yeah. The first, the quinceanera, they just give him a churro, and they immediately balloon up and become... You know what's funny about this show? I was thinking about this show, and I wanted to be like, guys, we, I, I feel like we can talk about anything, but let's just not be like openly racist. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I don't think course. that was that. I, I don't that think wasn't that. that was, no. no, that was play. Yeah. Yeah, I no, mean I don't, I don't do racism. I was going to say this before we started, but uh we can do it in like an intelligent. Yeah. <laughs> in a smart way. Yeah. You can make fun of, yeah. Well, I think a good rule is just say whatever and we can always edit it out later. Right. But it is a lot of work to go back and listen to yourself and yeah. remove all the, you know. No, it's kind of a pain, but uh, yeah. you know, like I mean, if it's anything like my last podcast, the first few months I'll be like very vigilant and then eventually it's like who gives a fuck? Let's yeah. just get the shit just out. Put it out. Yeah. Things like the CIA and stuff. I mean, that's the last hundred years. Yeah, uh, nothing yeah. was going Less on in that. the 1800s. Yeah, it's uh, after World War II. Yeah, because the technology wasn't there really. That's also part of it, right? Uh, I mean, yeah. How could you spy on the world if you can't really move around the world very easily? Yeah, that's part of it. Yeah, yeah. but I guess they were still. I mean, we were still doing like wars and stuff, right? Over. 
Yeah. I mean, like, colonialism was always kind of, like, a thing. It so a it's constant. It, yeah, so it's almost like the same spirit where it's like, no, we have this, we have this beautiful white country and we're going to infiltrate. We're, we, we're entitled to these other countries and we're going to take their resources and is it like or that. is that just the from excuse? my limited like understanding I, 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 I mean I, you know i i guess what back then people would be convinced by or they would use religion as an excuse to be like oh this is supposed to be this type of country or something yeah that happened at some well point. my theory it was it was mostly white women just being like uh yeah, yeah. But i need i need i need human <laughs> can you go wipe out <laughs> half a country i want some cinnamon for my toast charles right. you know we don't give. We don't care about cinnamon. It, it just. I mean, it appears very obvious as to why we did those things. You We've know? all seen Twelve Years a Slave, right? The most accurate depiction of white women in film. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what happens? Then? I don't even remember. She just fucks them, right? She, she fucks just, them for like four of the twelve years. Yeah. Well, there's that, and then there's also like a lot of the implication is that the the white slave owner is so cruel because he's like having an affair with one of the the black slaves or raping her or whatever. But then the the white lady housemaster re- resents that and is excessively cruel to that slave, but also just the other slaves. Like a lot of the idea is a right. lot of the dude's cruelty. It's actually the woman's fault, and uh, I think that's a message we can all agree with. Her just her pussy's just not as tight as the slave. <laughs> There's no pussy like slave pussy. They make like the woman. It has to be a jealous thing. It yeah. can't be. It can't be a racist thing. It has to be like a jealousy aspect, like a petty woman thing. That was one of my my most popular tweets on my old account was uh, white women have sex with their dogs because they miss having sex with their slaves. <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> I know. Sean really has some bangers on Twitter. It's like a shame. And I, I was my my wife asked me why he got banned from Twitter, and I was like, ah, he said that he said that Israel should pay for the Iron Dome with the gold they stole from the World Trade Center. <laughs> and she was That's like, why oh, you got okay. banned? Like, yeah, that was it. But, but, so, and what is that? That's misinformation? They go, you're spreading misinformation. What did, yeah. you say, what did you say about Ashley Babbitt being ran through or something? Oh, fuck, oh, I forget. Sh- oh, no, I said, uh, oh, the, the, the Secret Service agent's bullet wasn't the only thing that ran through Ashley Babbitt. <laughs> <laughs> And then I like I really got bad for like the Alexandria Ocasio Cortez dress, you know, the tax the rich thing. Uh I just did like a cheap Photoshop to put a Holocaust denial book on the back of it. Like, did six million really die? And then I said some shit about Israel. I got mass reported for that. And they nipped that in the ass. Yeah, they said it was abuse for something. But it's like she's a public figure. This is satirical. I'm not a Holocaust denier. Yeah. But you can't say I mean, what the fuck do they know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I even tried to DM support and be like, hey, uh, you know, Glenn Greenwald, he'll vouch for me. He has a million <laughs> followers. <laughs> Come on, guys. Yeah, it's really uh, the Wild West out there. Hmm. Um, I saw 12 Years a Slave, and I don't think I remember a single thing about that movie. I just remember it was very grim and depressing. It was yeah. grim. I remember that. Yeah. I remember going like, damn, it's, yeah. it's so much uh, detail. Yeah. yeah. I know. I remember being like, this is kind of... The, the, fu- the fucked up thing about it was like, there's nothing... 
good in the movie, really. It's just all like, and I'm gonna. Paul like, Giamatti's in it, right? Who does he play? Have you Some seen the dickhead. the Italian movie poster for Twelve Years a Slave? It's just Brad Pitt's face. Oh yes, yeah, <laughs> dude, Guinea's <laughs> rock, man. It's just Brad Pitt. Oh, he's white. in it for a second, right? <laughs> yeah, he's, he's in it for like one scene. And people get mad because <laughs> they say he's like the white savior or whatever. Yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. like this is based on a real book. That's what actually <laughs> happened. Like, a white she, dude saved him. Dove Gianni un salvo, and it's just Brad Pitt's face. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's like the guy running under it. <laughs> you plan on bringing Ben to Italy? I would like to, yeah. yeah. You have yeah. family there? Yeah. Okay, okay. And you have family yeah. in Ireland? Yeah, I got uh, cousins and uncles. And you've been in? Yeah, I've been, uh, it's been a couple years, but yeah. It feels nice? I mean, you go, do you feel it's something? It's cool to go right. to Italy and like visit your family and like see the farm that your grandmother like grew up on, but then like the family there is kind your of- Your grandmother like, got raped on? <laughs> I mean, probably. I mean, well, I wouldn't sure. be, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for bringing that up. So your grandmother lived in Italy? Yeah. As a kid? Yeah. And she got raped there, so thanks for. <laughs> and this is true, right? You bring no, I don't there. know. I mean, I don't, uh, I don't know. But she did mention that the Mor- during World War II, the Moroccans were were yeah. kind of bad. They would they would rape whole villages. That's Jesus, what that's what man. she said. You bring Ben out there. You're like, so and this know. is the village where my grandmother got <laughs> gang raped by Moors. <laughs> yeah. I mean, hopefully not. I, I I like to think she was just like a history buff, you know, <laughs> just knew a lot about World War Two. What's up? But I don't know. But dude, uh, I interviewed an old man about World War Two because mm-hmm. he, he uh, it was a friend of mine's grandfather. I didn't have grandparents growing up, really. Yeah. And um, so it was a friend of mine's grandfather when I was a freshman in high school, and he grew up, you know, when World War Two was going on, and so he let me interview him. And I went there, and he was printing out information about World War Two because he didn't know anything about it. He was just like, yeah, I grew up then. And then he just thought I would just like, he would be able to. He like walked in on him printing like facts. Yeah, he was printing out like World War II facts because he didn't know what happened. Uh He knew he lived here and he was alive and he understands that. Yeah. But he didn't know what happened. Yeah. He was in the United States? Yeah. Yeah, that's funny. And I mean, other than what they were telling you at the time, what the fuck did you really know? Yeah. I mean, I guess he would know about like ration books and shit. But it's like, yeah, the United States... It, like, my grandfather on my mother's side is Slovenian, like Yugoslavia. So they were actually invaded and occupied by the Nazis. So my grandfather, he's still alive. He's, like, 93. He had to do, like, forced labor for the Nazis. Like, maybe a future episode I'll tell the story fuller. But it's just kind of funny to be, like, yeah, so he was, like, a refugee after the war. And he had, like, nothing. And then he, like, you know, flees this horrific continent where they're doing mass reprisal killings in Yugoslavia. And there's just people in the U.S. just, like, hanging out <laughs> it's yeah. like just like going to the fucking uh, uh burger joint and not noticing any of this shit yeah i mean yeah they literally didn't know what happened i i lo- it's so funny to me in old black and white movies if they ever have like an arabian scene they just tr- i mean it's aladdin it just becomes aladdin immediately yeah. um i guess they didn't even have burger joints till after world war ii that's when it really caught on yeah, I guess like post World War II for America, it was just like taking my gal to the soda fountain, <laughs> and it's like they don't. But for Europe, it was just like half the pe- half yeah. the population taking yeah. my sweet sixteen girl to the soda fountain. I'm only fifty three, <laughs> just hanging out at the local high school, <laughs> waiting for my gal to get done with biology class. Nobody told Chuck Berry the laws changed. Yeah. <laughs> 
It is funny though. A lot of times we do make the mistake of of uh, thinking that old people are smart or they have like wisdom to mm. offer. Because I remember like a few times my grandfather trying to teach me stuff. He's ninety. He's about to be ninety five, and uh, it was just like racism. Really? But, yeah, but he thought he was like teaching me stuff. Like he, we went, to, we were going to Disney World, and my uncle like worked at the airport. I guess my uncle was a baggage handler. He's had a bunch of different jobs for United, but. So my grandfather's like, yeah, Uncle Tommy uh, works over there doing that job. He's got to, you know, he's got to, you know, check people's baggage in, check the weight, make sure the, the things aren't too heavy. And he says sometimes, you know, people will be over the weight limit and they'll be, they'll be like, oh, can you take my bags? Can you do this and that? And uh, yeah, he says Jewish people are the worst. <laughs> he said it. Yeah, he said it. Like, and that's like a lesson. You're like, that's okay, like that's a, good to know. And like, yeah, got it. I'm writing it Thank down. You so it's much great. It's great. They're all on the same. All old people seem to be on the same wave wavelength about that. Because my aunt, she's like Irish. She like grew up. She was in New York in the 70s, 80s. Uh, she moved out here from Ireland and was just like a nanny for like rich families on park avenue so she has like stories she got mugged i think four times in like the 70s and 80s mm. she tells me the story like yeah i was coming out of the subway and uh, you know the police the coppers came and i just told uh, they asked what did he he look like and i just told oh what they always look like <laughs> oh that's so funny <laughs> and he said thanks a lot ma'am <laughs> yeah, it's like he just started they, shooting they put an apb out immediately <laughs> that's all i needed to hear yeah, yeah. uh and she told me some other thing about I was working at Zabar's, you know, that old Jewish grocery store. She's like, you know, the, the Jews will work you to the bone. <laughs> I was mm. like, uh, all right, thanks, thanks, auntie. I do yeah. not think my parents knew any Jewish people. No? Yeah, my mother stayed at home. She didn't really know many people. My father was a cop. I don't think there was any Jewish guys, certainly not no. that were, like, hanging, you know? Yeah. There was only one Jewish kid in my entire town growing up. Uh-huh. The entire town. One Jewish family. Yeah. And there was two kids in that family. Yeah. Maybe someone showed up when I was in high school. I just remember my grandparents, they watched a lot of, and they loved Andy Rooney on 60 Minutes, oh, yeah. like him like complaining about, you know, bottled water or whatever. And, uh, and, but there was something where like Andy Rooney got accused of being racist. Mm. And I was like, I heard Andy Rooney's a racist. And my grandfather was like, yeah, well, you know, he, he, they, he might have said something where he doesn't like blacks, but <laughs> he's an old man. <laughs> terrible <laughs> i know so that's so i think that's kind of like that's kind of why i want to do this show because even if i pass away it's like we can all be better than than that the people who at the yeah. very least yeah i should add so is my assessment accurate do you have a fear of dying early or do you think does that something concerns you um, a lot yeah i kind of feel like i am yeah you think just because like the italian diet the gandolfini uh -huh. every italian has gandolfini, gandolfini in the back of their mind yeah, yeah. but italians last long I guess, but but we either last long or we do a Gandolfini where it's like just too much sausage. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. But you would notice <laughs> like your breathing better. starting huh? to change. Yeah. you know. You think? You'd start, yeah, you start walking <laughs> around. Season like six bulldog, of the dude. Out for Smokes podcast, where Mike's is just breathing so heavily. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something. <laughs> just like pausing in between riffs to hit the asthma inhaler. It is pretty fucking crazy. I mean, there's a lot of fat people out there. Yeah. Um, and as you get older, there's more fat people. Yeah. And it really is just giving up, right? What else is it? I mean, yeah, you lose track. Yeah. But at a point, it's giving up. Am I yeah. wrong to say that? Well, I it's don't know. It's depression, kind of. Most fat people are depressed. Is it wrong to say that? 
Maybe I don't or have some level of like. I mean, they're fucking anxiety, up somewhere, right? Anxiety or something. I don't anxiety. Feel... Sure, sure. And I'm not even knocking them. I'm just saying it is something. I mean, yeah, you're not doing it right. I'm not the fattest I've ever been right now, and I have been going to the gym pretty regularly. Mm-hmm. But I did like I I uh, pulled a muscle like I don't even think you have a muscle here in your ribs. Yeah, I I got this pain in my ribs. I can't really work out until that's gone, and it's just like. I don't know. It's a lot of um, it's a lot to like stay healthy, to exercise regularly, to eat right, and then it's like you get anxious and you're out late and you're working a lot, and it's like I don't know. Dude, that's the thing they hard. don't say about people who work like a lot and move around and whatnot. It's yeah. it's almost impossible to buy something that doesn't have bread around it. Yeah. Bread is really bad for you. Is it? Oh, it's fucking terrible. And so everybody who's out here working, we're just buying sandwiches all day. You know, yeah. we're stopping at a deli getting Bread's sandwiches. not the worst thing you we're can eat, We're going to a though, Wawa. Right? I, bread is terrible for you. I mean, other be... than sugar, I think bread is the right. Bread is the worst thing for you. It's well, terrible it's a, for you, you. We should probably do an episode on this. I don't think you're ep- supposed to have bread. The bread episode. <laughs> yeah, we're, like, we're not supposed to have bread. No? No, bread's really bad for you. Like, a, like, But a loaf of Italian bread is so good. Yeah, it tastes good, but it's bad for you. But it's not as bad for you as, like, bacon is. No, bacon, like, I think, has, like, a, a a value to it. Like, when you eat bacon, it something, like, it takes something from it. I don't think bread really gives you anything. People are going to get madder at us over this really mad, bread yeah. shit. Yeah, they'll like know any the of answer. The other. We don't know the answer, but we're talking about it for ten minutes. <laughs> I don't know, just a, a loaf... But a nice a nice loaf of Italian bread from the bakery is so good. Yeah. Oh, of course, yeah. That, that I'm just saying, like, I'm like, this can't be like that bad for you. I'm just imagining like <laughs> our fucking Nazi listeners loving the first fifty minutes and just immediately turning it off on the bread thing. Like, <laughs> God fu- damn it, sucks. <laughs> Gay ass fucking bread podcast. <laughs> the bread. We should just call this the bread show. Yeah. No, I know, but of all the things you put in your body, I don't think I don't think bread is the worst thing. No, I'm serious. I think it's one of the worst. Where things. did you Where did you learn that? But just like you know, like existing. I yeah, mean, like white things. bread Listen, is just like garbage. But bad. maybe like whole wheat bread's fine. I don't know. I assume whole wheat, whole wheat is. You think fine. whole wheat bread is bad for you? Absolutely. I would you assume think all a, bread is bad. You think a you think a chicken avocado wrap with lettuce and tomato on a on a. No, I think that's healthier than a lot of things, but I think bread is bad for you. Yeah. Okay. All we'll right. fucking duke it out on a bread episode. Yeah, yeah. we've got a lot of... Jamie, pull, uh, pull up uh, <laughs> if bread is bad for you. I bet you there's at least four Joe Rogan clips specifically about bread and how it is bad for you. There's Definitely he's done that. Yeah, and he's saying the N-word in three of them. <laughs> uh, the opposite okay. of white bread. Yeah, but I did want to... Uh, I did want to ask you guys if you had any, we'll get into it on a future episode, but maybe any thoughts on relationships or just one other thing I wanted to say about jobs, which I I definitely want to do a full episode about in the future. But just, you know, Ben, if you're listening, if you want to go into some kind of creative job like comedy or music or the arts or writing, like you basically have to have a parent who's a member of the Council on Foreign Relations, Mm -hmm. like, or, you know, an heir, you have to be an heir to the Getty fortune. If you want to have a job creatively, turns out some some of them are. I didn't yeah. know this. I really the, didn't know this. The vast so majority. So many people we know. Yeah. That I go, God damn, how Nick, how are they able to hustle like this? When Nick Kroll's like dad dying? did nine eleven, and they gave him a show on Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and 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 similar things to other people I know, where you go, God damn, wow. Which is weird because it's people. I mean, are, good for them, so, hey, whatever, but 
They're so good Damn, at hiding stuff. They're so good at hiding stuff like that. No, it's yeah. easy to hide that. I mean, if, if you but have a you day gotta, job, how, how the fuck are you going to know if they have a day job? You but know, then you got to think for, for Nick for every Nick Kroll, there's got to be another guy whose dad did 9/11 who's just not as talented. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, in some Is any poor instances. people's dads were a part of 9/11? Probably not. Th- those kids, those guys' families, they got paid a lot. Just like the cop who found the passport right after the hit plane. No, hit the, the terrorists who who did 9/11. They their kids made a lot of money. That was part of it. Other than the virgin stuff, part of it wasn't. We'll take care of your family. Well, there's a lot of disputes about. I mean, this will be an episode. Scott's like, other than the virgin stuff, which we know is real. <laughs> which <laughs> no, I mean that's what I've heard from things. No, I'm not. I'm not denying the word of the word of Allah is that you get to fuck seventy two virgins. That's what they said right when we were kids. I know that's what? not the whole reason, but yeah. they go, yeah, they want to fuck 72 women. That was like part of it when we were kids. You hear that. Yeah. That is a thing they believe, right? I wonder yeah. if it's the same 72 virgins. Because what they, happens if you no, run? No, they wouldn't be virgins. What's ha- what happens if you run through them all? Yeah, yeah they're not virgins anymore. No, that's why they kill so many of their women. They have to guarantee that there's always 72 new women. <laughs> it's every every uh, ba- uh, female baby that gets aborted in China <laughs> ends up in heaven as one of the virgins. Oh, no. <laughs> Jesus. Any any relationship thoughts from you guys before we close out? Well, I think you need to be in one. I think that's important. I don't I think agree you can go that, your whole yeah. life without having one. I mean, look, get your business done maybe. You know, like sometimes I look back and I go like, man, I maybe I should have had it more together before I, I, I got into a relationship just so it would be easier on her. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but bottom line is, yeah, you do need somebody. Yeah, it's important to. Care I like about having a people. wife because when you want to DM college girls, <laughs> you, you go like, "Hey, by the way, uh, me and my wife think you're really funny," <laughs> and that's how that's a nice little icebreaker. And they're not like they're not like alarmed right away. <laughs> the Green River Killer used to show prostitutes pictures of his kids to make them more comfortable. <laughs> Did he really? Before Is this he true? Would, yeah, before he murdered them. Yeah. Uh huh. What did that guy? What did that guy have against prostitutes? I don't understand. <laughs> so many, so many men uh, out here trying to trying to hurt prostitutes. Yeah, I got no problem with prostitutes. Yeah. Hurt no. like the ladies at Dunkin' Donuts drive-through who's rude to you. You know, <laughs> not prostitutes who are doing nice fo- things for you. No, don't do anything to anybody. I agree with what you're saying. I think uh, men are like. <laughs> Basically, wild animals outside of a relationship. It gives you a lot of structure. Yeah, you know, like, and then basically, like, yeah, women are annoying, but everyone is kind of their own flavor of annoying, and you sort of learn right. which type of annoying you can live with, right, and deal with, right, I, right. Because my my wife is annoying in, in like a good way, though. There's a lot of ways where she's not right. annoying. There's a lot of way when people complain about their wives. I don't really like identify with it, but there's certain things that she does i'm trying to think what sometimes she's just uh uh what does she do that's annoying you know it's tough right because like everything i think of i go like ah it's also difficult to be with me like it's you know yeah yeah i noticed that a lot too where it's just like there's two sides to every fucking conflict in, in in war or whatever it's uh yeah i think my girlfriend is right when I'm right too, I think we're very often our arguments. It's like we're both slipping, we're yeah. both fucking up, and that's why the argument's happening. Yeah. Um, the coolest thing is getting to a level where one of you, in those moments, despite the other person being an asshole, 
you can notice what they're actually doing or screaming for you. Fights, it's it's just really you're just both like laying on the floor acting like fucking babies. You know, that's what a fight is. It's mm-hmm. you're not angry, you're like scared and being a bitch for the mm-hmm. most part, right? Mm-hmm. And so if one of you notices that you're good. I think fights yeah. often end yeah. when um when yeah, that doesn't happen for you. The Green River Killer, he would show prostitutes pictures <laughs> of his kids and she go, I wanna see your fucking bullshit ass kids, motherfucker. You want some pussy or not? <laughs> Man, I'm here to make forty dollars. <laughs> you want some <laughs> You wanna fuck me in my ass or you wanna waste my time? <laughs> and then he got so upset that yeah. he killed his first one. <laughs> he was like, How dare you insult my kids? <laughs> How dare you talk about my children that way? What was the woman who killed men? She was the prostitute monster. Eileen Mornos. Yeah. Eileen Mornos. I don't know what yeah. her deal was. And then there's I mean, a scene got... in the movie where she kills the guy, yeah. right? And it's like he, he, he has a wife. She would kill guys who had wives, right? Wasn't that a big part of it? Or oh, I, don't know. I don't know if it was just any regular guy, but it was like she thought these men were sinning on a, on a big level. Oh, okay. And some guy told her that he had a wife, and then she murdered him. Uh-huh. Uh, and then she like went through his wallet, and his wife was paralyzed from the waist down. Like it was a picture of her in wheelchair, <laughs> just this broken pussy. Yeah. On the- <laughs> so, so we had to go to her to get pussy. You know? She like felt bad for oh, a second. Shit, yeah. yeah, that's interesting. Such a Damn. funny movie reveal. <laughs> like, yeah. no, he's not a bad guy. He just couldn't get pussy. Was she a serial killer? Or was she like spun into like a feminist uh, hero? Yeah. Well, I guess. I mean, you know, she was raped repeatedly, and that'll make you want to kill. That'll men. make you. That'll make. No, you. her eyes are too crazy yeah. to be a feminist hero. She goes right, too right, far. Right. right. Yeah. You've you seen can. the videos of her, because because at the end when she was in jail, there's a note that says that says, Stephen, enjoy the prostitutes you have sex with tonight, because as we all as we both know, my <laughs> pussy is paralyzed. <laughs> It was like it was like their anniversary, and she's yeah. like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." Just, I want I want to have sex with you on our anniversary, but my pussy's broken, so <laughs> yeah. I'm giving you some money to get a little treat for yourself. Oh, this is the other thing I think about a lot because I don't know when I don't I don't know when I'm gonna die and leave my kid without a father. Yeah, but it's like the 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 language language that we use sometimes I, that's a concern of mine. My wife is always like, "Watch your language." Watch the words you say, because he's gonna he's gonna see how much you enjoy saying right. this stuff, and then he's gonna be like, "Oh, I want to talk like my daddy." I don't know if that's even if that's even worth bringing up, but uh, I guess it depends on the the style of talk. I, I've noticed people who grew up without cursing mm-hmm. curse weird. weird. They're weird. Uh, oh yeah. And I've like but I've also noticed some people it. who grew up with cursing that they're complete trash. Yeah. But I think someone who knows how to bob and weave all of that is a successful person. Okay. Is that guy? Who's that guy? Who's the tiny guy who does who like hypes people up? You know, you gotta go. He makes like NFTs now. He's like a YouTuber. I got one of those hustler guys. Jake Paul. No. He's a tiny guy who hypes people up. Yeah, you know. He's like, you gotta get off your ass. You gotta fucking work hard. You gotta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. What was I saying? Because that's why I brought him up. Because he, he's like that, whatever I, I was remember. saying. I don't yeah, fucking I don't remember. Yeah. Well, you know, that's the podcast, basically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I guess we had a pretty good hour any, there. Yeah. I don't know to tell your kid, man. No, it was fun. Any uh, any final thoughts? Any final thoughts? Or, um, you know, I don't know. I'm, lo- I'm looking forward to doing the show with you guys. Yeah, I'm excited, man. You know? I'm yeah. excited to help out with the kid. 
Yeah. Yeah. Please go to <laughs> patreon.com slash out for smokes. Pay us five dollars a month. You'll get a uh, premium episode. Support the show. Give us five dollars. That's five dollars. And there's three of us. Okay? Right. Five dollars. So, do you know how expensive it is going to be to buy Mike a life insurance policy exactly. after we've just revealed his diet? We need something there right, right, right. to be there for Ben. You think life insurance companies w- would listen to podcasts? I had a whole life policy for a little bit, and I got rid of it because I bought it when I was like 29 years old. <laughs> that rocks. Some fucking dumb, some fucking scumbag. Uh, <laughs> like, who's even going to get this money? Yeah, I mean, it is a yeah, scam it's to a show total scam. life insurance policies to young people. Yeah. But we'll have you know, an episode on that. And you know what? That We should do an episode on that because my fucking poverty mindset wife convinced me to do it uh, because I think she kind of thought the guy what is was... This, what is this poverty mindset thing? You 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 told me I had poverty mindset. You told your wife you have, she has poverty I'm, mindset. This is a new thing uh, you're, no, you're talking I'm, to I'm joking. dudes about? Yeah. I'm joking, but I'm just upset <laughs> that I don't have any money. Yeah. My wife told yeah. me to get a life insurance policy because she was 50-50 on killing me then. It's <laughs> 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 like going to flip a coin over it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yes, yeah. So like the things we've discussed today, you know, such as fatherhood, relationships, jobs, race, politics, when people wrong you, those are all things we want to come back and do like a full hour yeah. episode on in the future. Um, but also, please, if you have suggestions for episodes, things you liked, things you want uh, to hear us talk about, you know, general like, yeah, topics, life lessons for your son. Uh, any feedback about the podcast, you can always hit us up outforsmokespod at gmail.com. Uh, that's the same on Twitter and Instagram, outforsmokespod. And then on TikTok, it's outforsmokespod, but the uh, the four is the number four. Because Mike made it. Yeah. No, because I fucking. Because I Mike made it and he put the number four because he doesn't know it's F O U R. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wait, yeah, it's F O R. Yeah. Fucking idiot. F O. Yeah, well, it didn't fit on a TikTok handle. Oh, all right. All right, all right well, thanks for listening. We'll thanks be... for listening. Yeah. Check us out, patreon.com, out for smokes. And email us, outforsmokespod at gmail.com. Let us know what you want to hear about, what you, what you might have learned from your dad. And uh, we'll see you next week, guys. Bye-bye.